Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home services marketplace, and they're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie's helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled professionals to get the job done well. My latest project, tree trimming for our phone lines into the radio show. I mean, any home improvement you need, Angie can help you find the best price for your project. Angie lets you request and compare quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. Angie has cost guides that tell you what others have paid for similar projects, both nationally and in your area. Get started at Angie.com, that's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. The app and the website is free to use. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm -mm -mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. If you like what you're hearing, why not try a StephCast subscription? Only $4.95 a month if you buy a year in advance. Go to stephaniemiller.com to find out how. Mm, oh, hi, John Fugel saying hi. Oh, my God, you win the Jesus off with Hell Sparks. Just stop already with the growing of the Jesus hair. It's coming off soon, I promise. I mean, I look like Nick Cave and Fran Lebowitz became one person. It's got to stop, bro, I promise. The pictures from Hawaii, you look a little like Brunette Fabio. You do. You're in waterfalls. You're... <laughs> <laughs> I met Fabio at the same Playboy Mansion party I first met Larry Elder. So that's very funny. You oh, oh we, well. well, as you know, we did our show right after Larry for years. And uh, let I me remember just, very and let me well. just take a moment to say, <laughs> no, California. Yeah. Oh. You know, Larry Elder is kind of like the comedy club heckler who attacks the comic their entire set and then gets on stage himself and reveals he has absolutely no material. Yes. So yes. That's Larry Elder. Yes. I, I mean, I guess you'd call those debates, right, Chris? We were used to do crosstalk before. You did. They made the host do crosstalk, and yeah. it was just fighting. He just. But you know what? It's so funny. I, how many times have I said this? And, John, you know this because you worked with a lot of political pundits. You, you know them off air and yada, yada. Remember I used yeah. to say that? I used to host Equal Time, and uh, Ann Coulter was just one of the zillion Republican blonde pundit ladies. Mm -hmm. She made a calculated decision to go, oh, I have to start saying crazier if I want to sell books and get on TV. And she, you know, I don't, it's, but anyway, this writer, right? Uh, Travis, you sent me this story, was talking about interviewing him. And he said to her off the air, and this was in when we worked with him, Absolutely. like 97, 90, yeah. he said, he admitted it was just shtick. Yeah. What he says on the air that they don't oh, yeah. really it's believe entertainment. it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Tucker Carlson's lawyers has admitted as much in court. They have to call themselves entertainers, even though they're not. But they are. I mean, they're not news. And Larry Elder does this shtick. I, I you know, Larry Elder was uh, the Sith master to Stephen Miller. I mean, oh. this is what they do. I, I was once offered a radio show if I would agree to be a conservative. And I'm like, you mean like play a conservative yeah. like Colbert, like do do a satirical thing? No, no. Can you can you just be conservative? Oh no, like, we've all literally. heard that. People. Yeah. I mean, how many times have people said to me, if you went back to your Republican roots, you would get four hundred right. stations tomorrow. You'd be all a multimillionaire. You know, like I. Turns out this the status quo has all the money. Yeah. Who knew? Yeah. And in the case of Larry Elder, we already know this. If you're a black man who is willing to put down black people, 
there's a white person who's going to pay you to do it behind a microphone. That's what, and a that's lot what, of white people to follow you on YouTube and give you yeah. good comments. That's what this journalist said. She tells the story, she interview she did with him in 97. He basically admitted to her his on-air radio personality was a shtick, an act that required conflict with the left to stoke ratings. I was shocked that he was so willing to sacrifice his own ph- philosophical alliances with black people to do it. Um, he has had confessed the truth like it was no big deal, as if intellectually selling out your own people when convenient was simply the price black Americans paid for success and progress and you're right we know people that yeah. i can think of someone in particular but, but is are not right wing but that you're right for money went okay i'll i'm gonna just and then when the whole country went trump right wing crazy that's right so did larry elder i don't believe he believes this i mean some of the no, stuff he the believes is, is legitimate larry probably only said that to the journalist because he was hitting on her too keep that in mind <laughs> Yes. My executive producer had 36 triple T boobs. I, I'm triple T? Triple D. Oh. I, am, I, am, I am familiar with Larry Elder's impulses. Uh, yeah. Yes. Um, so, John, okay. This was, a good, uh, this was a good week all in all. I mean, I have to say, ending with the one-two punch of uh, DOJ suing Texas and the, the uh, vaccine mandates, I mean, I mean, I mean. You it's know, kind of a I mic mean, drop me, Friday. Mic drop Friday. <laughs> I guess I'm glad we got there. It was kind of uh, crazy for me. I mean, my week began, you know, I was in Hawaii for the last couple of weeks uh, and I missed you very much. But like I, the week began with like Texas celebrating Labor Day by forcing pregnant rape victims into labor. Yes. Uh, you, you got Trump crying about Robert E. Lee, one monument to white supremacy that was removed, mourning another <laughs> monument to white supremacy that was removed. And Eric Clapton completing his transition from Delta Blues artist to Delta variant artist. <laughs> yes. Uh, so yeah. in this way, with Merrick Garland actually showing up and doing what he's hired to do, and to see the president we voted for show up, then yeah, I'll, I'll take it. Let's see the same passion applied to voting rights. Yeah, yeah. Well, so let's. Sorry, I have to move the pumpkin. Pardon mm-hmm. me. That's not. That's good. okay. Okay. Um. So let's talk about what Biden did. I I think this was a stroke of genius. He asked the DOJ to issue a rule requiring all employers with a hundred or more employees to ensure their workforce is fully vaccinated or produce a negative COVID test at least once a week. Which, by the way, is a pain in the ass and expensive for companies. So hopefully, this means they will just say you have to be vaccinated. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, the requirement could carry a $14,000 fine per violation. It would affect two-thirds of the country's workforce. Mm-hmm. He will also order the vast majority of health care facilities require their staff be fully vaccinated as a condition of Medicare and Medicaid reimbursement. Oh, my God, John. This means my mother's nursing home, which I still, I was going to go over Labor Day. I was going to go, you know, for my birthday vacation in a couple weeks. She, I can't. She's Because you can, well, first of all, you can't get in at all. And yeah. right now you can see her outside for 30 minutes. But they, even that, if there's a new COVID case, will be will get stopped every other day right. there because but they're not because they're, they're only forty seven percent vaccinated. My mom's they've nursing home staff. They've already banned you from entering, though. I mean, well, already for other reasons, yes, just for pers- other reasons. personality. Yeah, I want to get that out there. Yeah. Just thank full you. disclosure. Yeah. Okay, thank you. <laughs> of course, yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> but I mean, reasons, I, you know. but anyway, I no, I mean, I think it is unconscionable that people have been allowed to work in the hospitals and nursing homes and around you know elderly or in, compromised people without being vaccinated it's unconscionable i want to thank joe biden and all the democrats for being so pro-life uh because that's what pro-life is yeah. if you don't believe in climate change you're not pro-life if you don't care if you if you mock people who wear masks if you don't get a vaccine <clears throat> you don't care about the lives of innocent americans so yes i want to thank all my friends and brothers and sisters on the pro-life side 
for actually showing up and respecting uh, what George Washington did in 1777, mandating a vaccine because you don't want Americans to die. Thank you. Yep. Um, this uh, Biden has given federal workers the choice of under he had given the choice of undergoing regular testing instead of getting vaccinated. But that testing opt out will no longer be an option. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Uh, To be simple, he said, if you want to work for the federal government, you must be vaccinated. If you want to do business with the government, you must vaccinate your workforce. Um, The testing thing, I think, was important to make it more accessible. He said he'll announce that Walmart, Amazon and Kroger will start selling at home rapid tests for no profit for the next three months, resulting in a 35 percent price cut by the end of this week, which is, I think, important for all of us. Medicaid will cover at home tests for free for beneficiaries. Federal government will expand free testing to 10,000 pharmacies. Uh, Department of Education has launched investigations into whether mass mandates in five states discriminate against students with disabilities who are at heightened risk for severe illness from COVID by preventing them from accessing in-person education. Um, 30,000 Head Start teachers have to be vaccinated. We'll call on governors to require vaccination for teachers and staff. I mean, our, you know, our, the uh, center of our universe here at Sirius XM, Howard Stern. We played his sound bites this week, right? It's just, he's always been everyone's id, but he's like, your freedom. I want the freedom yeah. to live, yeah. right? But, but I mean, again, it's not interestingly, it's not Biden said without the swear words exactly what Howard Stern said this week, right? You, you know how, like, when they say their values, they really mean their taste. And you know how when they say they're Christian, they really mean they vote against everything Christ talked about. And you know how when they say they're patriots, they mean they really hate lots and lots of other Americans. When they talk about their freedoms, they just mean their conveniences. That's all it means to them. These are the same people the same week saying, you can't force me to take a vaccine to save lives, but Texas can force rape victims who are children to carry and bear their rapist baby. This is what we're dealing with. They're not going to ever bring facts to a debate. They're going to fight dirty and fight dirty and fight dirty. And when they're defeated, they're going to fight dirtier. We can't hate them, but we got to beat them. And the irony is we're the pro-lifers and we are fighting for their lives. I, I don't need to see another conservative have a TikTok video from their hospital bed saying, I wish I'd known, mm-hmm. I wish I'd gotten the vaccine. It's my least favorite genre of new movie making in 2021. Yeah. And I just want to say, if Stacey Abrams was in charge of vaccines, we'd have herd immunity by two weeks ago. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, I just, it's progress. And by and the I'm way, we would have- government doing stuff. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. We would have had herd immunity at the 70 percent that uh, the president had talked about if it weren't for unvaccinated people. What happened with the amount of unvaccinated people is that's why we have a Delta variant. And that's why now we need like 80 or 90 percent people vaccinated. I mean, this is what this is, John. It's just it, it is going to be endless unless he did what he did last night. And the Republican governor, I mean, you have you've had a toddler. This is just, oh, my God. Yeah. They've which, some, which were you talking about? Yeah, governors, Republican governors quickly sided with the unvaccinated, even though over 75% of adults have already chosen to get vaccinated. Good. Pick the losing side right out of the box. Um, Greg Abbott, as we said, John, did have the audacity to say he was protecting Texans' right to choose. 
So then again, whether they get the funny. COVID vaccine, ah, yeah. <laughs> you see ah. what he did there. You see what he did. Uh, coat hanger Ken, there he is. <laughs> um, the governor of Mississippi, who is, which has the nation's lowest vaccination rate, said Biden's actions were terrifying. Not yes. that most a lot of people in Mississippi are dying, but Biden trying to stop that is what's terrifying. Mm-hmm. Um, even though the pandemic is so bad in Idaho that hospitals are now rationing care, Governor Brad Little complained about government overreach. Uh, Montana Republican Governor. Greg Gianforti said Biden's actions were unlawful and un-American. Uh, oh, yeah. No, lawful and about the most American patriotic thing you can do. As he said, his first job as president is to protect the American people, period. You know, Herman Cain should still be alive. And Phil Valentine and Luke yeah. Letlow and Dick Farrell and Scott Apley, all these right-wing guys, all their deaths were preventable. And Donald Trump's greatest achievement was convincing people that not taking medical advice seriously during a plague was somehow integral to conservative identity. It's incredible how anti-science it is. I think we need to go a step further and start having the CDC put out the word that unvaccinated men will be suffering from impotency for the rest of their life. So you need to get a shot. And all they got to do is, you know, get a prick and save one. There you go. Boom. Thank So, John... Ah. Patton Oswald has canceled his upcoming tour dates in Florida and Salt Lake City after the venues refused to agree to his COVID-19 safety requests. Uh, he asked the venues to require audience members show proof of vaccination or negative test within uh, either 48 or 72 hours. Um, and he said every other venue on the tour, even the Texas ones, were cool about requiring proof of vaccination or a negative COVID test. So, I mean, we're supposed to play Madison, October 23rd. And, you know, the Barrymore has been great about right away mm-hmm. saying absolutely proof of vaccine yep. um, required. And, you know, masking, I believe, is what we're going to yes. obviously have to have to do. But oh, yeah. it is yeah. interesting that it's just this shouldn't be political, like he was saying, even in Texas. But so he's not canceling the tour. He's canceling the places that will not put in safety protocols that, that yes. he asked for. Yeah. Which is what a decent non-sociopath would do. I mean, even Van Morrison is playing venues that require uh, vaccination. Clapton said he won't play any rooms that require vaccinations. And it's it's heartbreaking, man. It's like, wow, I am really, I guess, glad I'm not defending Eric Clapton's personal behavior after all these years. Yeah. But at this point, look, it's just how many more people have to die? They think it will be three quarters of a million Americans that will have died from this by uh, the end of December. And and so, you know, I'm I'm all in favor of it. I know that the government can't force you to take a shot, but this is one of those areas where the government did what they did, science did what they did, and now the private sector gets to show up and we see how greed can be good. We saw this in the civil rights movement when they realized, hey, if we market to minorities, we can be even greedier and make more money. And that marketing led to racial progress. Every time you see a Budweiser float at a gay pride parade, it represents the same kind of thing. It's time for the private sector to allow their greed to help save the world because it's good for business to not have dead customers and a dead workforce. Yeah. I, I, yes, it when is did good. the Republican I, been, Party become so anti-business, Stephanie? Why I, do they hate capitalism? I've been saying that. The CEOs are like, thank God, this is the air cover we needed. We need employees safe and healthy. We need our customers to feel safe, 
to, in order to get our business back. Like they, mm-hmm. yeah. By the way, we yeah. booked our tickets on United already. United announced Wednesday it will place employees who receive exemptions from the COVID vaccine mandate on temporary leave of absence mm-hmm. beginning this month. Good. Given the dire statistics, we can no longer allow unvaccinated people into the workplace until we better understand that they how they might interact with our customers and their vaccinated co-workers. Employees with religious exemptions will be placed on voluntary unpaid leave and those with medical exemptions will be placed on temporary medical leave. Both policies go into effect October 2nd, remain in place until the carrier can figure out how to reintegrate them into its workplace. Um, the leaves will differ based on each employee's role. Uh, Customer-facing jobs like pilots, flight attendants, and gate agents will not be able to return to work until their pandemic meaningfully uh, recedes. I mean, I look forward to the next step where the FAA just says no vax, no fly. You know, I think think these are all good steps, but I just think we have to get to just mandates. Well, at this point, it's only 17% of adults who say that they will definitely not get a shot, right? I mean, 70%, 75% of us, yeah, have had at least one. Seventy percent of us support mask mandates. So when is the media going to stop saying we're hopelessly divided? We're, Thank we're you. not. Thank I mean, you. we're not divided on abortion. We're not divided on gun rights. We're not divided on these things. We have a small, destructive, suicidal minority that wants to hurt the rest of us because their selfishness is perceived as being a virtue. But we are not divided as a people. We just have to get these damn conservative white people uh, to come on into the 21st century. And that's the hardest thing. The Confederacy is still controlling the Union. Uh, you know, the Union won the war, the Confederates won the Union. And we're still dealing with this. And if you don't believe me, look at what Donald Trump's crying about this week. Yeah. It's still the Confederates. Yeah, exactly. Well, listen, personal comedy, Jesus, you don't need to fly United to Madison. You will be walking on water there. Yes, I will. So yes, good luck. I'll be there. <laughs> I can't wait. Sexyliberal.com. We love you, sexy liberal. Mwah. Thanks, Love John. you as well. And listen, I, I don't want to be controversial, but I just want to say we have to acknowledge that it is Biden's fault. It was on his watch that the Taliban violently and swiftly took over Texas. So yes, let's not forget you're cor- that. Yes, you are Thank correct. You. Thank this you, sir. Great. I see what you did there.